Is your sunscreen safe? Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to the Dollar Saving Divas. If you have ideas for an upcoming episode, we would love to hear from you. Just head to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash dollarsavingdivas, CBUS, and share your comments. Okay, Talanda, you know me, the sun goddess. That's why I have all these wrinkles. <laughs> but people say I'm tan even in the middle of the winter, so I'm not you sure. Are. Well, I'm not now. I'm I'm white. <laughs> I'm very white. That's now. not tan for I'm you? Pa- I'm pale. I feel I'm, like Casper then. I'm very pale. Well, the FDA is bringing a new level of scrutiny to ingredients in sunscreens. But the jury is still out on what changes may result. So we need to, you know, this was Consumer Reports um, ratings about sunscreens and things like that. So we're going to go through that. Of course, me, I have my secret concoction, which I will share with everyone. You do? And Oh, yeah, I do have a secret concoction. Okay. Which I will, I will tell you about. But in the big news in the world of sunscreen, for the first time in 20 years, the food and drug, 20 years, that means I was in my 40s. <laughs> okay, I've just said how old I am. The Food and Drug Administration has proposed new ways for sunscreen to be regulated. If these rules, which include possible restrictions on the ingredients allowed in sunscreens, as well as on the types of products on the market are enacted, it could affect how you choose to protect your skin. Well, the important reason for this is to shine a light on safety because there are a lot of chemicals they've used over the years that they didn't realize the effects. So the FDA's new proposal came as a result of the Sunscreen Innovation Act, passed by Congress in 2014, and this required a new process for evaluating safety and effectiveness of the sunscreens. I, um, I, I'm just telling you, I have my concoction. Okay, what works. is it? Okay, so what I do is, number one, Australian gold is the best suntan lotion in the world. You went sunscreen, not suntan lotion. Well, it's you have the tab can of tab next to you too, and like one of those reflective oh my God. mirrors. Okay, tab. Okay, tab. <laughs> tab. Nobody even knows what tab is, but I do because my roommate in I college drank rum and tab. <laughs> She'd keep like cases at the bottom of her closet floor, oh my and she would drink rum and tab. That's disgusting. But it was it was disgusting. That's just right up there with that cherry something fizz. Liquor thing people drink. Oh, boons! Yeah, that kind of crap. No, I mean <laughs> all I did when I was in college. I just and I don't drink it anymore. But I just drank beer and ate beer nuts. Then when next door at Miami, you know the Baskin mm-hmm. Robbins because you went there too. I, oh yeah, that's right, close you did now. Too. Yeah, we would go at, to Alan Larry's and have. Our, that wasn't there when I was there. Mac and Joe's. Mac, Mac and Joe's. Mac and Joe's. We go to yeah. Mac and Joe's, have a pitcher of beer, eat some beer nuts, and then we take a break and go and get a Baskin Robbins ice cream cone. This was like at eleven o'clock at night. Well, they don't have Baskin and Robbins anymore. It's no greater. It's sad. It's sad. Yeah, I know. Okay. How anyway, did we get from sunscreen? I don't know. To this? Okay, because oh, my concoction. Your, your my concoction. Okay, Australian Gold suntan lotion, which you can get anywhere, but. <laughs> I first got it. Now, it's made in Florida, but I got it when I was in Maui. And that's the first place I got it. And I thought you could only get it when you were in Hawaii. But needless to say, because I thought it was Australian, right? Hawaii is closer to Australia now. So I got got this. this, And then I get L'Oreal's. Basically, it's a a tanner, a self-tanner. And I mix them together. And then you sit out in the sun? Yes. 
Why do you need a self-tanner when you sit out in the sun? Because I mix them together and you get tanner faster. Our you good friend, are the antithesis of the reason for this article. <laughs> okay. Our good friend, Lori. She not now, bring Lori into this. She now uses. Lori's an anomaly. <laughs> she uses my concoction. She better not. I'm going to have a discussion with her. Well, you know what she did, though? <laughs> she was dumb. She could. She didn't realize what you do is you take some of the suntan lotion out of the bottle, and then you pour the <laughs> self-tanner in. No, she took out a Tupperware container and mixed it in like a sandwich Tupperware container. Did it tan the inside of the Tupperware container? Oh, my God. Container? She brings it to the club, and she brings in the whole thing. I said, Lori, what is it? She said, well, that's your concoction. I went... It's supposed to be in the tanning thing. Okay, so keep going because, okay. <laughs> well, there's actually 12 ingredients that are considered unsafe. Unsafe, um, and that's why this request for Probably the additional all data. The ones I'm yeah, using. no kidding. The goal here is to get the data and validate the safety and effectiveness of these ingredients. And there is a company, a makeup company, Beauty Counter, that's very vigilant about um, all of the ingredients in makeup, in sunscreens that are not being regulated. Oh, and I know the sunscreen, pardon me, crap. It's, they say in your makeup, it doesn't do any good. I've heard of that. Oops. It even says this in this article. That doesn't do any good, <laughs> the sunscreen. Well, and you know what? When you're putting makeup on, why would you be sitting down in the sun? Well, no, you're in your office. Well, no, but when you're walking from your car to your Oh, for God's office, sake, that takes when two you're seconds. Outside. All right. Yeah, well, you know what? I got a lot of opinions on this suntan I'm stuff. I'm an, expert. I'm an expert in the sun tanning. Okay, let's, should we talk about saving your face? Sure. All right. Let's, let's talk do about that. saving your face because I have not. <laughs> <laughs> I have, you know, sunscreens labeled as being for your face, protect your skin exactly the same way with the same active ingredients as sunscreens for the body do. So I use the same ones on my face as I do on my body. So just so you know that. But these products are formulated to suit those with special facial concerns. I don't have any special facial concerns like a lot of them are oil-free and all that stuff. But a lot of people do need that. But well, yeah. a lot of people do that. Yeah. Now, I do use, like, lip stuff, so I don't get an eye. Eyes. you gotta be, you got to be careful about your eyes. Well, also, fragrances um, are one of the major causes of skin irritation. So if you have sensitive skin, you don't want to have things that have a lot of fragrance. You know what? It's a lot of these suntan lotions, they smell like food. Have you noticed mm, that? Like no, coconut? And, no, I can't stand them. I can't stand that either. That's just like candles that smell like food. I don't like those either. I get I, a lot of the kid ones, and I don't think those smell I'm like I'm sorry. Food. I just don't like anything that smells like food other than food. Other than food. <laughs> sorry, but yeah. But whether you use a face sunscreen, a body sunscreen, or a moisturizer with SPF, you need to follow these tips to make sure you're fully covered. Okay? Use enough. Mm -hmm. A fingertip-sized little blob just isn't going to make it. You need a teaspoon size. Am I going to carry around a teaspoon? No. I just put a bunch in my hand and I just rub it around my face well, and my I body. think you could be Italian about the whole thing. A little of this, a little of that. A little, yeah, just a little a more of this, a little more of that. Well, that's, that sounds more like New York. <laughs> You're going all Brooklyn on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't count on moisturizers or makeup with SPF. See, this See, is I what do. I was talking with. This is what I was talking about. You probably don't apply enough or either to, to uh, either to protect your skin. In a new study published in the journal uh, PLOS One, never even heard I've of never that. Never heard of that. Study participants who used SPF moisturizer, see, here's what we're talking about, were more likely to miss areas around the eyes, a common site for skin cancer than. I didn't know that. Did you? That no, skin I did cancer not around know the that. eyes? Uh -uh. No. Well, I don't put, I really don't 
I wear sunglasses. Okay. Which I think is a better way to protect your eyes anyway, Probably. don't you? I would think. And I don't get those little owl eyes or anything. I just wear sunglasses. But then again, I collect lots of sunglasses. <laughs> They're all different <laughs> sizes. Okay, reapply. This is this is important. People know in my Kelly's Corner at Premier at Sawmill, I have my own corner at the club, <laughs> at the pool. Um, you need to reapply at least every two hours to continue to be effective. And I've heard that. I reapply. Well, you know when people say, you know, on the bottles, they say, last well, up to eight hours. That's, that's Yeah, crap. don't believe that. No. Right. You get in the pool, it's gone. Right. So you got to reapply. I reapply every time. And even just sitting there. Well, yeah. It gets inactive. And then even when you, if you don't get in the pool. And if you're perspiring, then it just kind of wears off as well. So, okay, well, that, I'm done with saving the face. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> well, over let's, that. Well, let's get into oxybenzone because I've been dying to talk about this. <laughs> At least you could pronounce it. <laughs> I had to practice before the microphone was turned on. Of the 12 chemical ingredients under review, oxybenzone is possibly the most concerning. Um, researchers have found detectable levels of oxybenzone in human blood and breast milk. And there's some evidence huh? that it can harm coral reefs, which is the big concern. It yeah. might not be um, only sunscreen ingredient to do so. One study, for example, found that the natural ingredient zinc oxide could oh. cause coral damage as well. Is that the yes. white stuff? Yeah, like old school. Yeah, like, they used um, to put it on, the, on their on the nose. nose. Yeah. The American Academy of Pediatrics advises parents to avoid using sunscreens with oxybenzone on children if possible. Because studies on laboratory animals um, show that this chemical can mimic the actions of hormones that naturally occur in the human body. Hmm. And then they say still none of this means it's been found to be unsafe. Okay. Oh, so, okay. So this, this whole thing is a bunch of crud. We do know that the chemicals absorbed into the bloodstream, but we don't know exactly what, if what? any, effects it's having. I think they need to get their you-know-what straight before they yeah, print this. I mean, oh, gosh, come on. I mean, okay, I've been sunning since I was, like, three. Lovely. <laughs> when did you start drinking the tab? when I was three. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. Now we're going to talk about the sunscreen of the future. What is the, I'm just using my Australian gold. It's commercial for Australian gold and my L'Oreal self tanner. So, okay, well, whatever. If the food and drug administration's proposed sunscreen rules take effect, consumers will see some changes on labels and in the types of products available. Here's what you need to be considered. SPF claims will be capped at 60 plus. I've never even seen anything 60 plus. Have I you? don't think you're looking. Well, that's <laughs> you're dry. making Australian I'm in, gold I'm and a self-tanner into your own concoction. And I don't think your eyes are scanning yeah, for I, anything higher than well, 10 on the aisle. Oh, I don't even know. Well, yeah, I do do 10, 15 maybe. Oh, but Brava. It, but, but usually it's in the single digits. Or the accelerator. Have you heard oh of that gosh, one? Accelerator. No. Okay, sunscreens with an SPF of 75 to 100 may lead consumers to think that they can stay in the sun longer or that they don't need to reapply. But there's no data showing that SPFs higher than 60 are more protective. In addition, sunscreens would not be able to be formulated with an SPF higher than 80. Sunscreens between SPF 61 and SPF 80 wouldn't be able to to use the higher number on the label. All would be labeled SPF Default 60 to 60. Plus. Oh, come on. That's just 
I'm sorry. Is that really because it wouldn't be effective or okay. is it just because okay. people's well, usage of it and their knowledge? Okay, on- listen to this though. I have some friends that think if you mix a 50. No, that with doesn't know. With a Mm-mm. 15 that it comes 65, in. no. I'm like, nope. no. Or it nope. goes in half. I'm like, no folks, that's just that's not, not the way yeah, it is. No. Basically, a 30 is about the one that, you know, between 30 and the 50. 30 does the same thing to people that 50 does because I've seen it. My daughter is a, is a walking example of that. She uses 30 and she uses 50 and she still gets red. It doesn't matter. Poor kid. She doesn't use your special concoction. She doesn't use, well, actually she did, but she didn't put it on right. So it's streaked. Oh, because <laughs> she's got really fair skin. So it, yeah, yes, she does. It was, it wasn't working. Yeah. You know her very fair skin. So. <laughs> she's getting a spray tan for the wedding. Just so you know. We should talk about that on another episode. (laughs) Um, So new tests will be required. So under the FDA's proposal, sunscreen manufacturers will have to give their sunscreen the lowest SPF their tests show within a range. For example, sunscreen that tests between 40 and 49 would be required to be labeled as 40. Um, Many sunscreens fell short of their advertised SPF. We strongly (laughs) support this part of the proposal because it will help cut down on the times when manufacturers promise more protection than they can deliver. Okay, well, let me just say this. My my concoction works because sometimes I use an 8, sometimes I use a 10, and I put my concoction together. I don't have to stay out in the sun as long because it's a self-tanner and a sunscreen. See? Mm Mm-hmm. Just so you just it so sounds you know. like a lot of work. It's not a lot of work. It's uh, easy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is easy. Uh-huh. In addition, the requirements yeah, for well, labeling okay, a sunscreen broad spectrum, which means the product protects against ultraviolet A and B rays, will be strengthened. Even among products that qualify as broad spectrum by FDA's current standards, the actual levels of UVA protection vary greatly. Of course. Ugh. Ah, The problem is that the SPF of a product goes up. It's not a given that the UVA coverage also increases. See? See? I don't understand why our standards to the FDA are not high. Well, that's a F- whole nother conversation. Oh, that is the FDA <laughs> in and of itself. Oh, my goodness. Could we it dive can- into the food industry on this oh, one? Well, how about just, you know, finding a flu virus vaccine? That's going to take another year. There are going to be 45,000 oh, people dead goodness. by the time that happens. Okay, well, there's stay focused. Per- I know. Yeah, <laughs> back to suntanning. Suntan lotions are out in the grocery stores, and my Australian Gold's there. My L'Oreal self tanner is there. I've already started making my concoctions to take to Lovely. Florida, just so you know. Oh well, there are certain type uh, product types that could be eliminated um, if these proposed changes, which it's the FDA, so we know it's probably going to take another what twenty years. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain forms of sunscreen products will no longer be available. These include SPF wipes. I've never even heard. I've Wipes, never heard of that. Towelettes. What are you wiping? That's going to yeah. be in the sun. Is this oh, a nude beach? That, <laughs> that's disgusting. But I don't know. <laughs> I think it falls body, in line with your body washes too. and shampoos. Shampoos that have SPF in them, and possibly sunscreen insect repellent combinations. Now that's, everything's a combo. Oh, it's a combo pack. Because sunscreens need to be applied and reapplied liberally, using a combo product could expose you to much of the active ingredient in insect repellent. Okay, I'm done Duh. with this. That's, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm totally, I'm totally done. I'm done. Done. All right. I want you to, to talk about the other protective strategies. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. I had to flip the page here. Big okay. hat, big hats, you know. Mm, I love big hats. Despite the FDA's concern about sunscreen ingredients, one thing is clear, I hope. 
It's absolutely <laughs> vital that you continue to use sunscreen when heading outside. It's an overwhelming evidence that sunscreen protects against skin cancer and other harmful effects of the sun. So consumers need to continue to use it while scientists do more research on the safety of its <laughs> ingredients. See, that's the next 20 years right. telling you about. One way to minimize any potential problem with oxybenzone or any other sunscreen ingredient is to cover Something everyone should be doing anyway. Your sun protection should never be just about sunscreen. Okay, <clears throat> we've talked Kelly. about we've talked about these sunscreen things, but how to speak sunscreen isn't that? That's, I think that's kind of clever. There's language. I mean, like SPF. Not everybody understands what SPF. Means. What does SPF mean? Do you know? Sun protection factor. That's because you just read it. I sort of knew that anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The F would have thrown me. Well. SPF 15 blocks 93% of UVB rays, SPF 30 blocks 97%, and SPF 50 blocks 98%. Bet you didn't know that. I so wonder how much baby oil blocks. Oh, God. Remember those days? Yes, that's oh. right there with the tab. I know. Baby oil, you just rub it all over you and go out and bake in the sun. Literally, you baked in <laughs> you the did, sun. You did, literally. Oh, yeah. That was the good, those were the good old days. <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> okay, broad spectrum. Seeing this term, which is regulated by the Food and Drug Administration on the label, means the product contains ingredients that help to shield the, the, skin, <laughs> the skin from ultraviolet A and B rays. UVA rays accelerate age-related skin damage and largely contribute to the risk of melanoma, the deadliest form of skin cancer. Well, that's a pleasant thought, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Water-resistant. See, this is that other thing. This means the sunscreen has been tested and will maintain its SPF level for 40 minutes while swimming or sweating. That's important, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but... I just say reapply when you get I say, out it says of the right water. here, you still need to reapply yes. sunscreen yes. when you get out, out of, of the, the water. water. <laughs> um, protects against aging and skin cancer. This is not a regulated term, but it's safe to say that if used properly, any broad spectrum sunscreen with SPF of 30 or higher will help protect you from skin aging and skin cancer. Proper use involves applying enough sunscreen. How much was enough for your neck and your face? Do you remember? No. One teaspoon. Oh, Mamma mia. Just I can put a big blob Ugh, in. All right. Just put a big blob in my hand. A teaspoon per body part. <laughs> oh, oh, the yeah, thoughts like are going through my head right now. Like we're going to like, so like carry around a teaspoon and measure oh, the, it for the all jokes parts that are just. Yeah, yeah, we're not even, we're not even going there. Um, oh, such oh. as the torso or a leg, reapplying it every two hours you're in the sun and using it in combination with other sun protection measures. Well, you know what? I do know this. A lot of people burn their, like men particularly, burn the back of their neck. Oh, yeah. Because they don't, they forget to put it back there. Right. Well, Isn't that funny how you see all of them? They have the hat and they have like that the huge big big big, neck. Yeah. It's like a looper's tan when they go golfing with the arm thing. You can tell if they're single or if they've been married for more than 30 years. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> totally. Well, there's one thing to, you know, those people that use that spray for their, like their kids and they make them go out and they put oh, their Oh yeah, I do that. Do you know how much money you are wasting? No, because how much money am I wasting? Tell a me. ton because you're actually <laughs> spraying the people that are next to you because it always blows. And that spray can doesn't last very long and they not, are not cheap. Use the lotion. All right, that's okay, with me. Okay, understood. Is the Moving lotion. on. Sport, you'll find this on products marketed to people who want a sunscreen that stays pat put. 
during vigorous what, pat? <laughs> put during vigorous outdoor activity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, how about indoor activity? The thoughts that are in my head. The term isn't regulated by the FDA. Vigorous outdoor activity or sport isn't regulated <laughs> by the FDA. <laughs> oh, Lord. Baby or kid, there are dozens of sunscreens that manufacturers say are designed just for babies and kids, but there is no FDA regulation that governs who can use these terms That's and like how. That's like the copper tone woman has a little baby on it with a little, with a with little bucky. Pull it, pull it down, its little pants. Mm-hmm. You'll often see this label <laughs> on sunscreens designed to be less irritating to young skin by virtue of containing only mineral active ingredients, zinc oxide and titanium oxide. So now we're putting, we're back to the zinc oxide, yeah. putting it on baby sensitive skin. No. All right. Dermatologist tested or approved is another term. This is a marketing term that is unregulated. Of course. That's Why bo- would it be regulated? Um, and mostly meaningless. Yeah, it's bogus. A dermatologist may have been consulted about the product or tried it, but there's no way for the consumer to know what, if any, kind of testing was performed. Yeah, well, I'm going back to my concoction. I'm going to stay out of the sun. Thanks for listening to the Dollar Saving Divas. If you have ideas for an upcoming episode, we would love to hear from you. Just head to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash dollarsavingdivascbus and share your comments. Our podcast is available on iTunes, iHeartMedia, or your favorite podcast player. Thanks again for listening.